0: Go back to part of what we talked about in episode six, uh, one of the little segments where we we're talking about the differences between Dracula and Nosferatu. And I think that a lot of times when we have these conversations, you know, we're doing this in real time. The conversation can take an unexpected turn.
1: Yeah, we forget some stuff.
0: And then we forget to go back to a point that we're trying to make or something like that. So I just wanted to clarify that uh, in the book, in Stoker's book, Dracula can transform. Obviously, he turns into a wolf. I think at one point he turns into a mist. So he does have the ability to transform. What I was trying to say was that when Harker first meets him, the way that Harker describes him is chilling. In other words, he's greeted by a man who looks more like Nosferatu than Bela Lugosi. And that doesn't mean that the Dracula in the book can't walk around town and do certain things, but he's definitely like a weird looking guy. He does not look like Bela Lugosi. He doesn't look refined and does not project himself in that way. So what I was trying to say was that Legosi has that ability to essentially have two personas. He has his continental charm, uh, aristocratic look, and then when he's in an alley alone with someone, he's attacking, he gets more menacing, but he doesn't grow fangs like the way a modern vampire would. So that's the difference. In these older movies, it's more about the actor just being able to project and, and, you know, subtle things. Like I said, Bela Lugosi with his hands or, you know, he he, he stares in a way that he wouldn't stare when he's not about to yeah, attack. Yeah, they like
1: they focus on his eyes and they do that thing where it's like a light up bar on his eyes and the rest is like in shadow. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so
0: stuff like that. It's, it's way more subtle. Um, what I was trying to do is just differentiate between. The older movies, from I guess starting with the Hammer ones, because the Hammer ones definitely with Christopher Lee, uh, they definitely have the two personas. Dracula or a vampire can walk around and he can be sort of incognito and he can talk and everything's cool. He he just is like a distinguished man, you know. But then when he goes to attack, all of a sudden now he has the blood bloodshot eyes. He has the the fangs. He's you know maybe he grows a widow peak, and so that is not in the original Dracula, and that's also not in Nosferatu. Another thing that we forgot to mention was that Nosferatu, even the 1922 version, does actually show him, you know, biting his victim at the end, that, that classic scene when Greta, I think is, is the actress's name who plays the Mina character she her whole ploy to destroy Nosferatu is to keep him up right?
1: yeah it, to make him stay until the sunlight until the sun comes them. up
0: right yeah her ploy is to keep him up until sunrise and so she distracts him by letting him feed on her and of course it's a, she sacrifices herself because she's drained of blood but then when she hears the rooster, Crowing. What, her last, uh, you see the, the look on her face because she, when she hears the rooster, crow of the rooster, then she knows that he's been destroyed.
1: Yeah. She's like, oh, I won. Does she actually die or does she just come close to No, death? she
0: dies. Oh, okay. In the original 22, she dies. I think she also dies in the 79 version too. Doesn't she?
1: No. Uh, doesn't she? I yes. Thought,
0: no, she dies. I
1: thought the end, Harker just leaves. Oh, wait. Maybe she- She dies. Maybe she did die. Yeah.
0: So anyway, in the 1922 version, we do have a scene at the end where Count Orlock is feeding on Greta Schroeder now. That's the actress's name. And I think in the movie, her name is Ellen, right? Yeah. Ellen Ellen Hutter. Yeah. And um, because, of course, as we said before, F.W. Murnau had to change the names of the characters because he was sued by Bram Stoker's widow. And so unlike Dracula, where we talked a little bit about how they never even show Dracula attacking... In the 31 version, but in the 1922 version, we do have that classic scene at the end where Greta Schroeder's character is able to keep the vampire up until the sunrise and then he's destroyed.
1: Okay, so remember before we were talking about like the two scenes where like Harker gets attacked in bed and Nosferatu versus Renfield getting attacked on the floor, like in Dracula?
0: Yeah, although like, he's not, we, we always refer to him as Harker, right? But in the 1922 Nosferatu, his name is actually Thomas. Well, he's the Harker character. The name. Oh right, right, is, okay. Is Thomas Hutter.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know who I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like they're playing the same role and everything. It's just confusing. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like- um, anyway, so uh, there's just like another iconic scene, like near the end, which is like where Nosferatu like attacks Greta or Ellen, whatever you want to call her, Mina. And, yeah, it's just, like, very artful, you know, like, because you see, and it reinforces that whole phantom thing because you see Nosferatu's, like, shadow on the stairwell, and then he, like, reaches over and his arm gets, like, real long. Because you know how shadows can be, like, elongated and stuff, but they use that, it's almost kind of like Stephen King's It a little bit where, like, his shadow kind of has its own his shadow is more than a shadow you know like it has its own like force to it yeah its own
0: properties yeah (laughs)
1: and he reaches into her bedroom and like his the shadow of his hand with like his long fingers like goes over her heart and then he like grabs it like he makes a fist and then she like reacts like she's just like oh you took my soul you know basically and like yeah it's really artful it's cool like any clips you watch from Nosferatu that'll probably be in there yeah because it's really famous you know
0: that's just a classic example of German expressionism, I had a student once write a paper on uh, an interpretation of the 1922 Nosferatu, and it was an excellent paper that argued that the movie is really a metaphor for Germany's defeat in World War I. Mm, and that, Yeah, and that uh, Greta Schroeder's character is, she's really the embodiment of Germany itself, the country Germany.
1: Like a pre-World War I Germany?
0: Yeah, well, Germany in that era. Yeah. And at the end, when she's drained of blood, that represents those generations of young men who were killed in the First World War. Mm, they were basically... Deep. Yeah, they were bled white, you know. Yeah. I really enjoyed that analysis in that paper. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Leave us five stars and a review. Thanks.